before there was Predators versus Aliens, before Ripley went and killed herself, before Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon fought people, there was Arnold Schwarzenegger going into the jungle, there was Predator, oh, and before Predators. Gone and ruined it now, but I'm not changing it. Welcome to the film broadcast. We are reviewing Predator. Get to the chopper. All that. Trying to source Rex sexual. Stu, how are you doing? You're on, mate. I'm not too bad. I'm on, a, I'm on energy drinks. I've just got my second wind. Graham. Hello. I can't believe that's a, the worst intro you've ever done. I think. Mean, should, do should I do it again? I, I don't think so because the build up that you had with the big deep breaths and stuff that really did kind of and then you ruined it. It did look like I had shots myself. I think, I think what you were doing was just trying to confuse yourself. It worked. And you looked a little bit constipated. I did. I still do. Predator, 1987. Who was born then? Yes. Yes. You were one. Yeah. Uh, depends what month. Uh, oh, right. Depends what month. I don't know. Actually, uh, I've got it. No, it doesn't say here. I failed. 1st of January 1988, it came out in the UK. Oh, so, uh, yeah, one and a half. But it started to be, uh, it was written originally, or it started to be pen to paper in 85, wasn't it? I don't know. I only did limited notes because uh, we're all rushed. Yes, we are but yeah. rushed. Um, I was having 13 said that, when it came out. 13. Did you watch it in the cinema? No, because it was in 18. Oh, of course so, it was. I saw it when we went to video straight away. When was the first time you watched it? How old were you? Um... Maybe 15, something like that. Yeah, 15. Yourself? I don't know. Probably 21. What? Really? Well, I don't know what I'm talking to. Really? 21? Yeah, man's, was... man's voice, James. Man's voice. Man's voice. Um, I, was, I was 12. I was 12 years old when I uh, watched it, and I shit to myself. I thought it was really scary. What year were you born? 81. Mm. No, I wasn't. Yeah, that's right. You watched it when you were 12. This came out in 80... Seven. Yeah, I watched it first when I was twelve. Not at the cinema, on like video. Right. Uh, okay. No. Yeah, I would have been twelve. Yeah, that's fine. That's like ninety something. I thought you only went to the it. cinema when you were that age and you saw it. No, no. That's a great trick. That is, isn't it? Having said that, they're a lot. They're, they're a lot more strict now than they were then. I think there's a much more chance of a, of a forty to 15, 14 year old watching. An 18-year-old back then than there yeah. is now. I mean, I saw Beverly Hill Cop 2 at the cinema when I was, I think, I must have been 12 or 13. And I couldn't believe I got in to see Beverly Hill Cop 2, because the first one was obviously renowned for yeah. swearing at the start. So, But yeah, I was uh, quite impressed with that. I didn't have to put a fake moustache or beard on. That's I just my favourite one as well. Good choice. It is a very good one. <coughs> so, Predator, James, what's it about? Uh, a team of commandos on a mission in Central American jungle find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. And the director is John McTyrian, also known, I've probably got his name on, also known for things like Die Hard and The Hunt for Red October. Mm. Uh, writers are Jim Thomas and a John Thomas, I'm assuming they're brothers. The stars here, there's more than two, but I've only got Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers. That's what you've got. That's what I've got. That's what, what I've got. Oh. It was in when I copy and pasted it. Um, and I can't look at my phone because we're recording it on my phone. So therefore, I am checkmated in my knowledge. You have outknowledged or you So bear in mind that the notes yourself. that I produced for Skyfall were pretty mm. immense. You're just letting us down, aren't you? I am. I'm letting you down. Uh, Kevin Peter Hall is the predator. Yeah, uh, so he was in the second one as well. But do you remember is Mac. There was that rumour that John Claude Van Damme was the predator, but no, he really wasn't. No. No? I had that rumour. No. I mean, it, did, it didn't do too bad, uh, but this budget was 15 million. Um, opening weekend was uh, 12 million in the USA, uh, 87. Second, it's got here for some reason, 2nd of September, 87, in the UK, even though we said 1st of Jan, 88. So that's bizarre on IMDb. But um, two screens and 131,000. Technically, there must have been like a special preview there. But it's also got bleed, I ain't got time to bleed. The old wrestler. It has got, um, yes, it has. Jesse the Body Ventura. Make you a sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> to eat that stuff he eats. Um, which, which, but then this film, kind of like, um, you know, Aliens and Alien. It's really, really good characters. And, a lot, and um, that's where this excels. And obviously, with them getting this, you know, the Predator believable. Before we go in bit for bit about the film, obviously, when it starts, you know. It, there is an alien there because you couldn't see a ship in space. Would it have been a better film if it basically started, started with Arnold Schwarzenegger driving, you know, to, to, to his base? I was going to ask that question. Yeah. Because whether it would have been a case of what was it, you know? But I like the idea um, that it's come from space. 
Uh, I don't know if that's in retrospect with regards to we now know that the Predators go to different planets for the challenge of um, like Hunter versus the Hunted and vice versa. Um, okay. But I, I like the fact that it's from space and that we know rather than at the end of it, what was it? Was it like a genetically modified human who's escaped well, or something? True, you know? but I think we could, we could have found out at the end anyway. They maybe. do feed you information Bits. Um, visually and um, through the dialogue of the, uh, the actors as well with regards to he can only see he, he didn't kill you because you weren't yeah. armed and things like that. So they kind of feed you the information through. So if you can't see it yourself, you can guarantee I'm a Schwarzenegger or someone will turn around and go, hey, he didn't do that because... And they could have just brought a little flashing light up in the corner. Information time, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. And then you found out. What about you, Graham? Do you... Would you have liked to have not known it was an extra twist at the beginning? Or would you have liked to... No, I don't really think it made much difference. You can't explain why it was there, but... Well, can't do explain why it was there. You can explain exactly why it ended up in that particular forest at that particular time. No, you see, I, I think it would have made a better film if we didn't have that first scene and we wouldn't have known what it was. But well, you we, didn't know it, exactly what it was, did you? Well, you knew it wasn't human. You knew it was something. You'd be able to tell it wasn't human by the fact that it made right. funny noises. Yeah, towards the end you knew, but at the beginning I think it would have made it a bit more scary and, um, and mysterious. Um, no, I quite like it, but it would have worked well either way, to be honest. Yeah, true. So, so Dutch, um, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, and his elite commander team, they arrive in basically this unnamed Central American country. I don't know whether it was unnamed for particular reasons or not, but they meet... Um, Vietnam was a bit too close to the boat. Yes, exactly. I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that too. It did look like it could be Vietnam, though, didn't it? Um, they, meet, they meet, obviously, a General Phillips, who, who Dutch has worked for in the past, um, and you got the feeling that they're kind of like asking Dutch to come out of retirement, almost, or whatever. You, you know, you're the, you're Would the you best. say they're soldiers or mercenaries? Because Probably they mercenaries have, at this time. Because they've got a chain of command, haven't they? And he says, I'm going to come with you, that's an order. So there is that chain of command. True, but like the expendable, Dutch said, my team does, does, doesn't work with other people. Yeah. But is that a team but, or a unit? I mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Bonded. Um... And he obviously meets with a CIA agent, Dylan. You son of a bitch. That's the funniest, one of the funniest scenes yeah. where, they, where they do the, uh, you know, that just shows you the, the 80s through and through, doesn't it? The way they are, the big muscle brown so people mad. slap. They them. hold on that for so long. Don't they, they do. You see them pumping muscles. Guns, yeah. Do they Well, no, your guns are better than mine. Mine are flabby and chickeny. <laughs> so, what are your guns like, Stuart? They're not that great, to be honest. <clears throat> so, Dylan tells Dutch that a high-ranking cabinet minister travelling by helicopter nearby has gone missing in the jungle, <clears throat> presumably shot down by by this like kind of like guerrilla group. And Dutch's team obviously has to go in there and find them. You know, um, go in there over the border into the rebel territory and rescue this man. Mm. <clears throat> obviously, we we you know in hindsight we know that's not what happened. But this is why um, I thought I, I would have liked. Obviously, we don't know what it is. Because we don't really see the predator till a good, like, th- I'm probably saying third way in the film, maybe. Yeah. You get the first piece of action after 20 minutes. But that's not the only predator time action, you, is it? No, the only time you, you really see the full predator full on, um, I think it's when he comes out of the water, that's when you kind mm. of you see it, or you see kind of flashes very quickly. Mm. Um, and obviously, when he gets shot, he's that, he always starts with apart from that, yeah. Because I mean, uh, he's invisible. Mm, you've got the cloaking device, which is great. And, and I talk about the cloaking device. Do you think the effects held up? I do. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought they were great. I thought it was really clever, really for, original. For the, for the age of the film, yeah. Yeah, it didn't have any problems. But you didn't look at it and think, oh my God, that looks so fake. As in, like, no. if it was in today's film, you still wouldn't have batted an eyelid or criticised it. No, I thought it was very good. Mm. So Dutch's team, they, they dropped into this jungle helicopter, hiked to all the rebel camps. Uh, en route, they found a downed helicopter. Dutch's tracker is able to determine how the rebels indeed took this Billy, cabinet. Billy, isn't it? Cabinet minister. They are away. all kind of tropes of of kind of the uh, the macho ness, isn't it? They kind of all got their own characteristics, which you'd expect a group of, um, of soldiers or mercenaries to have. This is true. The sexual tyrannosaurus, the Jesse, Jesse body. Yeah. We've got um, the, the Indian, the Indian well, man. Billy. Billy, yeah. who's a bit strange. We've got the one that likes to saying all these jokes. Yeah. Uh, no one, evidently no one, no one finds funny, but it becomes Follow like... Follow your a, jokes sometimes, James. No, absolutely, Graham. Um, so, 
Yeah, you've got um, Hawkins, haven't you? Mm. And you've got Poncho. Uh, and they're the kind of two characters that are just there to kind of just fill Die the gap. Later yeah, on. that's what they are. They're cannon kind of, fodder. Well, they're all cannon fodder. They are all cannon fodder, either. but they're kind of they're cannon fodder with less character in this film. In Mac, um, it was from Commando, wasn't he? Mm. Um, I think is he the one there that fight with in the hotel room? I'm not sure. In Commando, I think he might be. Um, obviously Carl Webbers they've all got their own character apart from these two when they get killed you're kind of yeah I knew it was going to happen yeah and, and you've got Mac and Chester who are good friends yeah which we find out later how good yes um, um, you know was there someone else going on there I don't know um, so it's scary good yes yes mm. yes but as, but as they're going towards this camp obviously Billy he senses there's something wrong nearby um, and he does this quite a few times throughout the film he seems to have this sixth sense when, it, when he looks up um, and, and he's kind of looking at the trees and he senses there's something there but we think nothing of it really if, yeah. I, I mean they think nothing of it and we're like okay fair enough <clears throat> let's carry on and then um, in a pile of entrails um, uh, they, they find some men who are hung upside down that's quite a disturbing scene and obviously that's, this is the reason why the film's an 18 yes it was pretty gross though when you see them hanging from the tree just by their legs it mm. was a li- little bit disturbing it was a bit wasn't it they find a set of dog tags, and unfortunately, Dutch obviously recognises he recognises all these names: uh, Jim Hopper, a Green Beret. Dutch is puzzled, and he obviously asks Dylan, saying, "Look, this is what's going on here." Mm. Um, and I'm not even going to try now on a Schwarzenegger impression because I'll absolutely fail. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back absolutely. Okay. But it's, it's interesting that I don't know how the, the tracker bloke can pick up the fact that there was so many people and the type of boots they were wearing. He's good. He was, yeah. Six people went this way. They're wearing uh, US military issue boots. They're so good that they arrive at the rebel camp without being detected. Yeah, that's pretty good. Now, did you recognise any of the guns that were used in this film? I knew you were going to say something like this. Did you? Oh, I'm not interested anymore. Do you think it was realistic what they did? No. This really was wasn't. the first time. <laughs> it I think really I, wasn't. This was the first time I saw kind of the um, grenade launcher guns that everyone obviously had, uh, and they used them quite a lot because they blew the shit out of everyone, didn't they? Well, yeah, but the thing that I didn't quite like in terms of consistency I've been to that jungle and <laughs> there are two of the trees that are definitely like 52 miles away that's yeah I know and if you would have ran and they, they walked there within a minute yeah and that ain't gonna happen is it no so, so. but they when they, I don't know uh, why I do this anymore I really don't it's because you enjoy it After, yeah do you know when I put this tweet out that we were doing Predator yeah I put um, I actually put a picture of the Predator and I said no it's not Graham I said that's what I put on there. I said, no, it's Predator's not. better looking than this. I said, no, it's oh, not. Oh, no, you are very good looking. <laughs> We're just doing Predator. I said, you can guarantee there will be piss take. So, and that's it. And I've got quite a few faves and retweets and stuff like that. So, um, now, having said that, I, you, have to, you have to, and I'm saying this here, boys and girls, you have to be praised at how well you know London, though, out of all of us, yeah? I, I mean, if anything, yeah. <laughs> to take it, to forget the fact that, um, about the Skyfall thing, but, but if anything, you clearly know London. If we had a quiz about London, you'd destroy us. If you had a quiz about guns, you'd destroy us. We've had a lot of people Boats, from America you'd destroy us. actually tweet us to say how impressed they were with your knowledge of London. Okay. So, credit to you. No, I do try. If I had a hat, I would take it off to you. But I haven't. So, the team arrives at the rebel camp. No detection. Dutch and his team, they completely destroy this camp, don't they? All out assault. It's, yeah, a it's like Team life. America it, it, It's quite funny. It really it is, go, Let's it? go get some hostages. Uh, I think they might be there, but what we're going to do is you're going to both live the shit out of anything yeah. that moves. Look, oh, right. Yeah, because yeah. the next one is there are no hostages alive. I wonder why. Yeah, they're all dead, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dutch sees a rebel execute one. However, Dutch finds a lone, obviously terrified girl. Mm. Um, Anna, played by um, Elpidia... Carino. That is fantastic translation. That's not, that's not how you spell it's it. It's very, very good. That's, that is how you spell it, but that's not how you pronounce it. Well, okay, okay, big man. Yeah, how do you pronounce that? Come on, you give it a go. Well, I was, just, I was just saying how good you were doing. No, you're not. You're extracting the urine out of me. I'm extracting urine out of Very good. Carry on with your notes. They are fantastic. So, uh, they're IMDb notes. They're not mine. Anyway, they, take a, they, they, they essentially take her prisoner. They do. They shoot everyone there, basically, and they enjoy doing them. what they're apart, doing. Apart from her. Yeah, everyone has a little bit of a go. What did you think of the the classic Arnie line where he threw the knife at the guy? Goes, Stick around. Oh, it's a brilliant, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, and the knock, knock. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I know you think the James Bond one liners are bad, but this is this it, is something else. It, it is you can't expect it though. It is kind it's of probably contractually written. Yeah, it's just rubbishy tongue in cheek, and it just yeah. like, oh, that's that's kind of a knock knock. So he's done it all in commando. I had to let him go. It's just nonsense. No, nah. uh, I, I mean in that bit. I mean you know the set of place explosions very good. Very 80s, it was almost mm. like the sequel to Commando or something. But at least yeah. you know that it's still, it was actually proper blowing shit up, no CGI. That is yeah. very true. It was blowing stuff up. Yeah. You felt the explosion, yeah. It, it wasn't like, oh, well, what we're going to do is we're going to blow that house up. We're yeah. not going to actually blow it up, we're going to CGI it up. Yeah. There, no. And they <laughs> no. all look ripped as Let- fuck. They didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Arnold Schwarzenegger looks fucking tip top and massive. Oh, I'd probably say this, I mean, even more so than Terminator, this and probably Commando and some of the others are where he actually hit. Body wise, he looks the most impressive on, on screen. Which is why he's either not got a top on or he's got a sleeveless shirt on. Yeah. Because he does look absolutely huge. And it's funny in the sequel where they go Danny Glover, who's always the complete opposite. Yeah. Um, so. <clears throat> Anyway, anyway, um, long story short, they obviously grab, grab this prisoner and Dutch realises that, that they've kind of been set up. He confronts her, you son of a bitch, uh, and Dylan, <laughs> Dylan confirms to Dutch that his team have obviously merely pulled pawns to mm. destroy this camp and its men. And with no choice... to get a load of uh, intelligence, isn't it? Because you yeah. see him when he runs into the office and goes, this is better than we could ever imagine. Yeah. And it's like... Um, and you see it at uh, Bingo. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So the Russians meet in... Uh, was it originally going to be cabinet ministers there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it was Russians meeting for <coughs> like CIA, and there was something that was going to happen. So he was, you hit the mother lord. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then obviously the, the team heads away, and unknown to Dutch, they're being tracked by this unseen enemy. Now, in terms of the predator vision, this is the first time I've ever heard of any heat vision, which is obviously what he uses. Mm. I, did, I thought it was done to really, really good effect. You couldn't see it, but you could see what the alien sees. So it's really good when the scorpion part. When um, Max stabs a scorpion on the back of um, Carl Weber's yeah. back, and obviously he treads on it, then you see him come along. So that's the first time you see that he's not got a human hand. He's got his yeah, massive the, yeah, it's like that. It's like reaching. Isn't claws, it? yeah, the size. Yeah. And then you kind of think, shit, you're kind of taken in by the fact that they're using the heat vision, as you say, which was new back then. And then you've got the, the shape of the scorpion and the, the size of the, the alien's hand or whoever's hand it is. You don't know at the time still. But I thought it was really well done. It was very good, very suspenseful. Yeah, and we never... I mean, I mean, funny enough, and you say this about the alien, we call them predators, but not once is it actually saying that's a predator. And I think in the sequel, it's yeah. not a predator. Not no. once are they really mentioned at all what they actually are. It's called Predator because the name of the film is essentially that it's hunting them, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is. And that's their prey. Yeah, it's hunting them for game, isn't it? It's for sport. Yeah. So the, the team moved quickly, obviously, into a forested area where they plan to uh, get to the chopper uh, via extraction. And obviously Anna, Anna then tries to escape the group, and, her, and Hawkins, played by Shane Black, he follows. When he catches her, um, we, have, we see the distorted human figure come out, run, rushing out of the jungle, obviously, and obviously kills him. Yeah. And eventually takes him away. There's, there's a lot of blood. I mean, I thought that was really, really good. And it almost reminds me of all these attacks before we see him properly. It's very much similar to Jaws, the way Jaws was, where you wouldn't yeah. see much of the shark. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there wasn't blood in the aftermath as he's getting dragged Absolutely. into the bush or into the water. Yeah, the music's very good to it as well. The, yeah, it, it plays a huge part. Doesn't it, it does. No, not as good as like any John Williams score, but I think it really helped. Without, if you watched that without music, it would you wouldn't have the same effect. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And obviously, this is the first time we see the proper like silhouetted. Whatever. It's very good the way. And even now, when I watched it. That when they pan through the trees, obviously, like Arnold Schwarzenegger looks up a lot, doesn't he? Mm. He thinks he's being watched or he can see something, and they pan across the landscape of the jungle, and you still look to see if you can see yeah. the figure in those trees after all these years, just to see if you can spot it, because the cloaking is done that well, isn't it? It is, it is, it, it's brilliant. Um, so, the woman's obviously left behind. She's terrified and uninjured, and as I said, covered in poor, poor Dawkins' blood. And Dutch Spanish crew member Pancho asks her what happened. And all she can say is that the jungle came alive and took him, which yeah. is, in a funny way, kind of like, I don't know how you'd explain that. How do you explain that? It's, it's true, though, isn't it? Yeah. What? The cloaking's done that well. She can't, yeah, it just looks like it's kind of like a tree coming towards you, but obviously not, because you're seeing through. Mm. You're seeing through. So... I don't know why I've just done very commas on a podcast and then we can see. It's good though. Uh, it was, that's a fact. Um, but yeah, so it's, 
kind of like you looking through and you, you're seeing the other side of the jungle, so that's what I'm making there, thinking that the jungle is kind of like, and she's never yeah. had kind of think in a million years that, oh look, and also the fact that she didn't, she didn't run away added to the fear of the fact that she covered herself was in there. blood yeah that was, that was it when she looked at the, the branch and looked at the tree leaf yeah that was like one wasn't she covered yeah, she does and then after they obviously shot the shit out of the woods that was I'll tell you what we'll get to that in a bit that, 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 I've got something to say about that that cracked me up um the jungle came alive and took him, and obviously Dutch orders Haw- to find Hawkey's body, and they find him and hanging from a tree nearby. Um, they didn't find him, I mean, which is uh, Dutch orders to find Hawkey's bodies, which is hanging from a tree nearby. Um, the, and the team's largest man, Blaine, played by Jesse Ventura, while looking at it, he's, um, he's hit twice by laser blasts of energy that, that pretty much blow out his chest. Mm. That's, a fir- you know, that's the first time we've actually seen someone die die yeah. physically and the other time it was just really really quick but this time we actually see I thought that was done really well the special effects are very good it was and it was a, a novel uh, sort of thing with regards to the uh, like the beams you know the laser like the laser pens and things like yeah. that going through it and those special effects even now still look really good they do no uh, yeah you're right Stu and um, he falls dead and obviously Mac who he's got a close relationship with him rushes <laughs> rushes to his aid obviously obviously it's too late but he sees a humanoid like figure it is kind of tropey. I don't know now, though, in 2015, what I thought about the, the flashing eyes. I thought that was almost a bit too cartoon-like. A little, well, a little bit freaky, really. That's what it's there for. It's there to add a little bit of kind of suspense, isn't it? It probably is. I mean, I suppose they were pushing the special effects to the max, weren't they? Yeah. Well, the cloaking was new. I mean, they had the special... The, well, the, the special, I suppose the special effects of the eyes have been done in like, horror films before, haven't they? Mm. It was really good. I was really impressed. No, and, and obviously Mac opens fire with a Blaine's... It is a minigun. It is a minigun. 6,000 pounds a minute. Really? Yeah, it would be a thousand... So, we know the Predator... a thousand pounds to carry that much ammunition. So, what we know about the Predator now, we've seen Predator films, if you were shooting that gun at the Predator, he wouldn't live. Well, no. Because it, it all... No. Yeah. So, but, yeah, okay. It was still... Flesh and bones, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, what they all did, and what I, what I thought was funny, as Graham was saying, he, he gets the minigun, another one comes on, another one shoots, and they all just shooting the shit out of the jungle. Yeah, I don't know what they're shooting at, but yeah, so um, that's on the goose on uh, IMDb is uh, that that gun is £6,000 a minute, and it would be £1,000 in weight to carry enough ammunition to conduct what they've done. And if he was going to stand there and go, that would actually, the force would actually pen it backwards. Really? That's how strong he is. He yeah, just stand there and just go, yeah. any mean human would just be like, uh, yeah. But it shows what they were saying previously when uh, Billy found those bodies hanging down, he said there was a firefighter shooting in all different directions. That's because so, they were just shooting at anything. Yeah, and that's exactly what see. these people were doing. Yeah. yeah. So it makes perfect sense that one full circle it goes around in and yeah. it's pretty good. No, absolutely. Um, so uh, after that, Panzer tells Dutch they, they obviously didn't didn't hit anything and anything living. And the closest bit inspection of uh, um, inspection of Blaine's Blaine's route, just with the body Ventura, his wounds they show no sign of shrapnel. They say or, or gunpowder burns, and they say what you know what is it? They're not sure what it is. And obviously Apollo Creed can't wear this. He's upset. He's like it's it's just someone. He keeps on saying it's a human. It's yeah. just uh, two guys Do you think messing he's, with us. He's, I think he's obviously saying that because of he's put them in this predicament and uh, now he's the other unit, because they're not his, are starting to lose men. Yeah. Uh, and he obviously wants to believe or, or telling them that it's just two people so they can actually capture them so they'll keep going rather than just turn around and fuck off and think, so you, well, you where think he's in deni- you think I he's think he's in clear denial of the situation so he doesn't really think it's two men he's not I sure what he's he it, I, I don't think he does that's interesting I, think, I figured he generally thinks it was two men he was just all hoping it was no I think he's just saying that because he's put them in the uh, predicament and this is yeah that's interesting and obviously we've got Anna finds um, obviously the green glowing fluid uh, on a large on a large leaf, and that's obviously what you're going about. His blood. If, does that mean that he's not going to follow her? Does that mean he's, that she wants him to follow her? Or that, yeah, I wonder that because she, it's not a case of she wipes. You know, like you'd normally do it. I think that's gross. And you'd wipe it, right. trying to get it off. Yeah, you're right. She wipes it down her leg and then sits and plays with it. And, uh, the, leg, the blood on the leg. I just thought that was for effect. So no, I'm wondering whether 
now now Graham's put it that way because I never really thought it thought of it from that point of view. I'm wondering whether she 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 thought maybe if I put it on here, maybe he'll kill all the men and I can get away. So I never thought that. I just thought it was they were using the effects of the blood. Um, because it's not been seen before. And look what we can do. We can put it on a leaf and it'll glow. And we put it on a leg and it'll glow. I don't know. Uh, I, I so think it's probably the case. I thought that, it was a really interesting yeah, she, point. She's probably thinking that it's something extraterrestrial, which it is, or something otherworldly being, mm. that if she does that, then she'll be kind of safe from it. If I was said, you know, like coming yeah. to something chicken's blood and all that. Yeah, I really don't know, because he hasn't said to her yet, hasn't used a line that she's not armed. So. No, but in another part of the jungle, obviously, this uh, distorted human played by Kevin Peter Hall. It sits down on the tree branch, and this is the first time we were saying we really see any part of it. And this distortion turns out to be a high-tech camouflaging device. I love that. But it can bend light, creating the illusion of invisibility. I think that's brilliant. And when he's fixing himself, yeah. he gets a little first aid it, kit out. It's, it's, it's funny that it's, they say, giving the impression of invisibility, they don't say he's invisible. Mm. No, because he's not properly... Yeah, yeah, and it says like, a camouflage, and they explain it a little bit, and, it, and stuff and yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, obviously you explain it for yourself while going through the film because there's not a lot of intellect in the film so this is probably the best it's going to get but it's good because he just patches the wound up that he's got doesn't he yeah. he puts his like, powder in then he screams and he flashes back to the unit and you just look up and think what? OMG oh yeah I mean you think well, you know you, if, it, if it bleeds it can die with that line that's a good line yeah, yeah a good line yeah uh, yeah um, and obviously when it removes the bullet it howls in pain a, ha- a sound it's quite a sound heard by Anna but pretty much everyone hears that everyone noise everyone hears it yeah but do they think it but then do they put two and two together do they think oh that's just the jungle or that's no. what's happening well, I think it's more of a because it's quite an unnatural you think so yeah, yeah. yeah I think the situation they're in it, they know that there's something out there I mean they've seen their mate get shot and uh, it's just whatever's out there isn't human and that's why I think Carl Webbers is in denial so Dutch is a team, uh, they may camp for the night, and obviously Blaine's body is wrapped in his poncho. A perimeter is obviously wired with flares and grenades, and Mac is given a first watch, and he re- he's looking at the moon, reminiscing about his friend. Mm. And a noise alerts him, and a, and a dark shape falls on him. He stabs <laughs> it repeatedly, it ends up being a bore. Go, yeah. Going through everything. It was quite clearly a bore. And I like the, the fact they take the piss out of him and laugh at him very after. Yes. But then, obviously, when they come back, Billy informs everybody that Blaine's body is gone. Now, was it just a ball that walked, in, walked into their camp by accident, or did the predator, or did the predator well, the pre- the, did that on purpose? I think the predator was kind of there to get the body. Oh yeah, so I wondered that. Yeah, and that's why he set off all the flares and the trip ones and stuff because he's going to get the body back. Because although he's only doing it for sport, that's his treasure. Yeah, like, that's that's like yeah. kind of like stringing him up is that's his trophy. Well, yeah, and we find that in Predator too. That they, they collect all their trophies of what they yeah, killed. What you're saying is, do you think the Predator put the boar into yeah, the camp? on purpose. No, I just think that's that just coincidence. Coincidence that the boar was running around and then... He thought, OK, I'll, I'll take my... So he thought, OK, they're running around after the boar, I'll get it. Not, I put the boar there to distract them. No. OK. Then I, I wouldn't have thought he was that clever. Or needed to be that clever. Well, he definitely doesn't need to be that clever because yeah. he's so powerful. I mean, he, that's the thing about this, this Predator... He's kind of like doing it on purpose. The kind of like way like a kid would play with ants. Yeah. You know, um, but he does walk into a trap, so it proves he's, he's not that yeah. clever, doesn't he? Yeah, they yeah. free. But I think almost he, at that point, because it, killing, killing these humans is just sport and so easy, I, I, I'd argue that he kind of like underestimates, underestimates them completely. Yeah. As well. And obviously Dr. Terman's... Um, uh, that their unseen enemy is only killing them one by one, but also methodically hunting them. The team obviously constructs a trap of jungle vines and stuff, and that's when obviously we see, you know, he, ju- he jumps in there after Dutch walks out, the only one, not scary, and we, we hear him scream. So, there we go. Um, so, d- <clears throat> and unfortunately, a laser blast, obviously, she shoots, shoots from the net, and that's how he gets out. Mm. We don't really see the laser blast, so we hear them. From, from what I remember, what I'm, yes, I remember, yeah, yeah. You do just hear them, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then Dylan sees the distortion of the stalker's camouflage as it flees in the jungle. Mac instantly takes off after the creature over Dutchie's orders for him to return, seeking, obviously, he wants revenge from a Jesse Body Ventura. And Dutch, Pancho, and Billy and Anna all leave with a dropper. 
Well, Dylan runs after Mac, and basically, it's the, uh, I'm not going to say the two token black guys, but this is, uh, you know, the dead. Don't you? Yeah, but they, were, you know, they didn't get on previously, did they? No. And, and it kind of shows the changing character where Arnold Schwarzenegger was previously saying that he seemed to pick and choose what ball he wanted to go to. Yeah. Um, if it was kind of politically correct and if it was, to a certain extent, humane to do it, he won't kind of do it for money and take out right. someone. Um, whereas Dylan Wood, Carl Weathers, so it kind of showed that yeah, he didn't almost do anything for a paycheck. Yeah, that he changed, and um, it's, it's kind of he knew it was a one-way ticket in a way, didn't he? As mm-hmm. they normally say in these films, and he went and he said, "Oh, it's not your style." So uh, it kind of showed that in the end, he it was a good guy. He was a team player and a good guy. In the end, it was a bit of a wanker. And it was the end for him. Well, yeah, because obviously uh, Dylan finds Mac a short distance away. Mac. Uh, Obviously, he finds he's found out that that there's enemy camped out in the I tree. I like that part when he's he's looking for Dylan, and because um, the predator re- uh, recorded what they were saying, didn't they? And he mm. played it back. And as Carl Weathers is going through the jungle, all you can hear is um, him whispering, like, "Oh, hey, oh, hey. Yeah. And you kind of thought, "Is that a predator?" But then Dylan, I comes did wonder out. that the first time yeah. you see it, you wonder. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. puts his hand over his mouth, and actually see him from a distance. And what they wouldn't give for a sniper rifle in that point you know because they can actually see the predator on a branch can the pred- do you think the predator can see them well he turns out he kills them so yeah yeah so, so the predator knows they're there as oh, well oh yeah. yeah yeah. I think he's watching them you can't see which way he's facing because of the cloaking but and the, but then he turns around and shoots well yeah I mean the, yeah, they, they agree shoots and scores yes it's very much so what a touchdown I mean, I mean the two agree to plan and approach it silently and while calling for the underbrush Mac notices a three pointed laser pattern on his arm yeah but, uh, which goes up to his head he basically gets shot. But he then looks at it conveniently on his forehead, doesn't he? Oh? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that is a, that, I'm not saying it takes you out of the film. That's probably something he wouldn't do. He probably thinks shit. But if you're in the middle of a jungle and you've suddenly got that and you know there's something weird following you, you I mean, if, if it was right, you didn't miss him, did you? No but, no, but he should have really a lot quickly put two and two together. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, but obviously... I think he knew it was a bloody suicide mission anyway, didn't he? I think he probably wanted to die, probably, the way he went off screaming. Yeah, I love the bit with the big razor of a razor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he snaps it. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Real men. So, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And obviously, Dylan, Dylan finds his body a few minutes later, and then he's attacked by the stalker, who fires a blast that severs one of his arms. Well, and inter- interesting fact, though, about razors. They would not use razors in the jungle. What is that? Because it encourages infection, so they let their stubble grow rather than uh, shave. But this was a real man. This was a man who could beat infection. I'm just saying. Maybe not chlamydia. Well, maybe not. Maybe maybe you know, <laughs> uh, a sexually transmitted disease. But uh... Mac, you've got chlamydia in your face. It's yeah. cream. Yeah. Shaving too much. You should break a razor on his face. Yeah. So D- Dylan tries to defend himself, but he's obviously impaled on a large double blade. And that's the first time we properly see the blade which probably killed one of the other people and you can also see the horror in Dylan's face yeah. when he's had his arm taken off even though he can sit strapped by the side of his body that when the predator's running around he's kind of like what the fuck and you know, he knows it's over yeah that's it yeah and so, he's gone and what is good he's probably arguably the second main character in this of yeah. the Nani and you think and I think when you first watch you think oh my god he's taken him out he's, he's like just maybe a Tiny bit less strong, you know, yeah. not as strong as I. How's he going to do it? And, you, yeah. and you're wondering what the hell, what the hell they're going to do. Yeah. And part of you's wondering, are they just going to escape and that would be it, or are they going to kill it? And you think, how the how? I mean, at this point, you're thinking, how are they going to? And obviously, still moving towards the extraction site, the rest of the team obviously cross a large tree trunk bridge, and Billy, sensing the presence of the enemy, this is just bizarre. He, he throws all his stuff away, cuts himself with a machete. Um, this was really strange, wasn't it? If you, if you were to remake it, that would be Danny Trago, wouldn't it? Trago, yeah, yeah definitely. That character, but yeah. yeah. It's a little bit weird to stand there and just cut himself with machete in your brain. Did he, I mean, was it, was it a custom of, was it a cut, there you go, there goes my phone. Was it a custom of his? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, that's what I wonder, whether it's a, a kind of a send-off for him to go to the spiritual world, because he's kind of like Apache Indian, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But um, I just wanted to see a bit more knife work with him because you had that massive machete just to take on the predator and you actually see it but you didn't you just saw the heat vision of him walking up to Billy then it flicked to the jungle and you heard Billy scream who was told before he's not frightened of anything so it kind of gave you the feeling of 
you know Billy's fucked, but and Billy's scared, which he not isn't normally. But I'd like to have seen a bit yeah. more. But obviously, they wanted to save it for the climax. I think they, they wanted to make you more. I think by not seeing it, it you make it you know more scary. I guess or it was, but expense. it wasn't done in a way of they teased you with a little bit, as if they kind of showed you the weapon that he killed Billy with, or or Billy afterwards splitting half or his head missing or something yeah. like that. That would have been pretty good. But um, it was still, yeah, it was still effective. No, I think you're right. Not seeing it, one thing. But then if you saw him like dead on the floor without a head or something, then maybe that would have, yeah. Yeah, like in the slasher films where you see a yeah. knife raised or a fork or something like that. No, no, no. no I, see, I, see, I see what you mean there. Um, I'm, just, I'm just trying to find out where I am in my notes. I do apologise, boys and girls. Anyway, obviously at, at that point, Dutch is obviously, obviously without any thinking shit. Because they're the only, essentially, they're the only two left now, as he believes. Um, and, and the, you know, they've got one of their mates has been injured from the tree trunk, but he's, yeah. he's a goner. He dies quite quickly. Um, and then he's running off. He says basically trying to get to the chopper. And yeah. then obviously the predator, the predator shoots him. Yes. Um, so Anna's running to the chopper and he's, he's essentially just running for his life, isn't he? Yeah, it's interesting. He's shot, Carl Weber's got shot in the arm. His arm comes off. Obviously the main man gets shot in the arm. Never. Just a flesh wound. Yeah. And it, yeah, and that doesn't really play into it at all in the film. It's not like, um, you know, when we get, as we get towards the end of the film, it's not like 10 minutes later he just fights with one arm because you know the other one's injured. Yeah. It doesn't have any no. effect at all, does it? No. And then he jumps off the, the waterfall, which is a really good stunt, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. With his, with his running through the jungle, he's, he's been shot in the arm, and then he, he kind of falls down a, like a mud chute, um, and then off a cliff. And it's just a great stunt because you actually see the guy falling into the water. Then he goes for a waterfall, and I, I just love the suspense of him falling down. And obviously, it's like um, what's that Kevin Bacon film? Footloose. Uh, Footloose. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. where he's done. <laughs> There's um, loads. No, the one where the guy is invisible. Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Yeah, thanks. It was, it's kind of a bit like Hollow Man, where they're using like, the invisible theme. Where he's in the, the shore, he kind of thinks, right, great, I've got well, away. And you're all thinking, are you, how can he have followed him after that? Yeah, and then he's, that splash behind him. And you're thinking, shit, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, oh my God, and it, kind of, it raises the tension again. And I like that. And just by uh, pure coincidence, I mean, a lucky one, he climbs out of the, the lake, and he gets covered in mud, and he's really ready to, to die, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, you're thinking, what's he going to do? He's, he's still in there. He's not quite in the fetal position, he's essentially doing his best to hide, thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to try and hide, yeah. if he finds me, I'm foobard, basically. Yeah. And again, it's kind of spelled out to you by Arnie, like it is for a lot of the film, of, he can't see me, he sees heat. And yeah, yeah but, then he's, but then what's quite interesting, when he's got his helmet and he goes to the different modes, mm. like diff, different sight things he can yeah. see. Even though, that your eyes give off quite a lot of heat anyway, so, because his eyes were still open, then he... You would see that. Well, that is true. Yeah, that's a good point. And you do shoot. He, he shoots some uh, animal ferret thing. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't yeah, he? Kind of rat or something he shoots. Yeah. Which is a bit bizarre, really, because he must have known that's not human. And the other interesting thing yeah, is about about the predators. They haven't got very good vision. No. No, but they are ugly. You are one ugly. Yes, they yeah. absolutely. So, um, what obviously realises that, obviously, Dutch mounts an offensive, choosing a strategic spot uh, and sets, obviously, traps. He also builds a bow with several arrows. This, I'm thinking, he gets the chopper eventually. This is very much like taking quite a few days. <laughs> this yeah. montage of him making stuff really quickly. Be interesting to see, I mean, he fashioned spears, you know? Yeah. And then one month later, I could understand. But yeah. no, this, this is like what we're talking about. He's just gone. I've got a crane, just like... Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, what's that like, doing? Wooden weaponry from the 1900s, he's just taken that with him. Oh, it's just like, yeah, it does faction it quite quickly, doesn't it? And meanwhile, the creature rips the spinal column and skull from Billy's corpse, says yeah. it. And it's in this one, isn't it, where he, he's cleaning them? Yeah. Yeah, I quite like that, that he, he shows up for sport and he's kind of been around and he killed different things and he's looking at the human skull. I, I quite like that, it's quite sick. It is quite, yeah, it is quite sick. But then again, it's, what, it's yeah. what hunters, like, you know, uh, do for sport. And then they place, obviously, their, yeah. you know, their nice heads the stuff. the roles have been reversed, whereas normally men go now hunting deer and rhino and all the other horrible things they hunt. 
the fact that it's switched, that he's got this human skull and it's a trophy. I like is that, that. Is that. Is that the answer for naughty hunters then, do you think? It could well be. Chuck them in the arena with a predator and see how good they are. Put it on TV, make a bit of money. Yeah, right. I'd watch it. Yeah, when it's ready, touch, lights a large bonfire and sounds out a primitive yell it's got here. Obviously, some of the alien, which then arrives and crawls over the unseen Dutch, and then Dutch fires one of his explosive arrows. I'm not sure how he, How would you make an explosive arrow? I don't know. I don't know, because it's just full of gun. Yeah, it's full of gunpowder. Gun yeah, you, you, you have to have a charge. Yeah. So normally... You know, could, he, could he have done it, realistically, then, do you think? If you're taking a grenade... Pulled yes. the pin out of the grenade and then fired it, then yes, and then it would have just gone off as normal. Because you need a percussion cap to go bang that creates a spark. So yeah, it's nice to. And then that sets off the charge, and then. See, see, I've gone from taking the piss to actually thinking I have no oh, idea. You're not taking the piss. I'm not oh. taking them in now, because I have no idea you could do that. Yeah, so unless he's like. Unless he, he's got a grenade, there's no top on it, yeah. and then puts the arrow to it so that when the arrow, when the grenade or whatever it's, it is, the, hits, the, the, it has to be the, the end of it, yeah. The, the arrow then goes bang, and then that's what creates the thing. For but once the, again, like the, the, but then like we're talking about the minigun, if that hits the predator, it's dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, but it would be so unpredictable that you'd be able to use it anyway, because... So he was better off keeping the bombs in, really, wasn't he, rather yeah. than making them? Yeah, <laughs> rather than just keep the grenades. So, uh, unfortunately, though, yes, um, Dutch rapidly runs out of weapons, and the alien caps in a, in a pond. And after a, a brief examination, a brief, well, yeah, there we go, um, a brief examination of the of obviously good old Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dutch, the creature then removes its helmets, revealing its face. Are you? I'm really glad I did that. Sometimes, you know, when you think when you suddenly see someone's face, you're always a bit disappointed. Oh, I thought it'd be scarier. This is. The first time I saw his face, way more than I thought it was going to be. What about you guys? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it, I, I just like the whole build up to it as well. When he's moving the, like, <coughs> the traps away and they've got air coming from them, and he throws them yeah. away. And um, I just thought the, the, the tension, it took a while for him to remove it, was very good. And after he'd done it, with a, the way the mouth opens, mm. and there is some kind of scientific name for it, which I fucking got no idea because I'm too tired but it was just amazing you can see the saliva in his yeah. mouth and I mean the makeup for it is just out I of I think it world. all gave a not that it is but it rather than before you're thinking well what is that and it could be an alien it could be anything really like cyborg type thing could yeah. it? it could be like just a you know not even a creature like a mechanical object yeah like a future robot that Kind of not personifies it as such. Well, it does. Yeah, kind of. Kind of adds a face to it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it adds a face to it. So you can kind of go, ooh, uh, yeah. Because I could, you, and kind of think, hold on a minute, they are actually an intelligent being from somewhere else that is actually doing this rather than, oh, it's like having C3PO do it. And it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like he's a robot. Everyone knows he's a robot. You yeah. rip his face off and there's an edge in there. We should rip his face off. It's actually a helmet, and he's actually in an outfit, in a suit. Well, I've so not seen he, anything like it. So that he can, yeah. And no. in 1987, right. that's like, apart from Alien and a bit of ET, you know, you're not really, there's not really a lot out there for that, looks like that, yeah. that, that type alien. of alien. Because yeah. before, it's the little green men, isn't it? From yeah, the, it's a lot in the dark alien, isn't it? Yeah, this, <laughs> this, 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 full on, and they had to. I think, especially the faith, they had to get that absolutely right for and it to be amazing. And it it's is iconic, isn't it? Yeah. Really, that alien is. And the way that its jaws move, oh, it's it's very like an ant. It's like oh, good sound effect. Well, that's my favourite part of the podcast. That. Oh, um, <laughs> well, there you go. Alan Partridge is the predator. Um, and then, then it engages the Dutch into hand-to-hand, about where the alien has the advantage of strength. How is Dutch going to win this? Dutch draws the creature into the spike trap he set, which is a bit unfair, really, because it's not, it's not really a hand-to-hand <coughs> fight, then, is it? Um, yelling for it to come closer, the creature discovers the trap. I love that bit. Walks out and he's yeah, gutted. Way, the way he's holding the little spike. Yeah. He's like, kill me! It's brilliant. It is so good. And the creature discovers the trap and walks behind Dutch as it moves in. Obviously, Dutch notices it's standing directly under the trap's counterweight. Dutch kicks, 
kicks the trigger, and the counterweight plummets, crushing the alien. Um, which, which shows how human, not human, but how, like, you know, just like us, how it can be hurt mm-hmm. quite easily. And it, was a, it was only really, really good because of its strength and its really advanced technology it had as well. Um, Dutch moves in to finish it off with a large rock, but throws it away and see the alien is obviously wounded. It looks like he's going to die. Dutch asks, what the hell are you? And the creature uh, repeats the phrase and it opens, panel on its, um, on one of its gauntlet and activates a timer. Isn't it good? I, I really like that Schwarzenegger didn't kill the Predator. That it well, was... he did. Yeah, but no, he, no, he, he, did, he, he had the opportunity to finish him off. Yeah. He did do it. It's like, so you've got the opportunity to, like in World War films and stuff, you've got the opportunity to stand over someone and you shoot them in the head, end off. Or you leave the gun by the side and let them shoot me in the head because they know they're injured. Because it was hand-to-hand combat in uh, like the arena being the jungle. Yeah. And uh, despite the, the, the difference in strength, that it was in an equal playing field. And the fact that Schwarzenegger won um, and he didn't kind of cave his head in with a rock. No. I quite like that fact that he knew he'd won. To a certain extent, the, the Predator knew... Uh, that he'd lost so he just thought well did he kind of do what he did so he wouldn't be discovered by any other humans or I think he was it to kill to, 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 you know you pissed on my strawberries I'm going to piss on yours even more maybe I don't know I think so because they've got the laughing didn't you well yeah but he's got a hit imitating Billy yeah his laughs yeah yeah that's right and the small nuclear explosion I don't know whether it's nuclear really but a massive you know goes off and obviously Dutch leads for cover, and then we see a helicopter flying away. General Phillips and Anna see the explosion, they see Dutch in an incinerated patch of rainforest. Dutch is recovered, looking physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. That's the last we see of Arnold Schwarzenegger in any other Predator alien, in it. Yeah. well, films. Um, but, but there we go, fantastic. Really, really good build-up to the end. Uh, I'll go first then. Uh, it's getting, for me, it's getting a four out of five. It stands up. It's as good as, I think, Alien and Alien, the first are Alien. Um, and even like, you know, with traits from Jaws, the way it builds up, the best bit, um, best bit for me is pretty much from the moment the first predator kill or onwards, it's just fantastic, I think. And there's no, um, unless you should completely disagree, that there isn't really, once the predator, once um, we got that first assault out of the way, which isn't boring, but the, throughout the film, there really isn't a boring bit um, where, where you think, oh God, get on with the film. It's just stuff happening all the time mm. uh, worst bit I'm going to say the beginning when we find when we know it's an alien it kind of ruins the, the surprise but there we okay. go guys Steve what do you think um, yeah I, I pretty much agree with you I'll give it a four uh, the, I felt like the pace of the film was good the first attack on that little camp was after 20 minutes uh, the build up to that was, was very good it got to know the characters uh, it, really, it was done in a very simple way uh, and it just built tension Throughout, through different characters, which one's going to get picked off next by the Predator? Um, I thought Schwarzenegger didn't have to say a lot, he did it by kind of visuals, yeah. which helps him out. Um, <laughs> but I just thought it was a really good action film, I really enjoyed it. And <coughs> excuse me, it was nice to see that the film hadn't aged uh, with regards to the special effects. And being in the jungle, You've got that jungle won't age, will it? It won't no. ever look out of date until no, it's vanished. No, so, which really helps these films. And I, I thought it was really good. I think it's very difficult to look for for a bad bit, to be honest, because it, it's simple in the jungle fight, and that's it. So, I, it's a good film. Really enjoyed it again. And um, it's just an eighties action film, pretty much, mm. isn't it? It's just a lot of proper real explosions, which is quite nice. Um, yeah, and, uh, I mean, I think you're right. You could have, if it wouldn't have been as good, but you could have replaced the alien for like a group of men and one really good man, couldn't you? I, like, don't, I don't think it would. It wouldn't have made the film because that's just. It wouldn't. Have, there's it there's would too many good, films, especially at this time. There's too many more films where it's man versus man. Or where are we? Some place that we can't call Vietnam because it's still a bit too raw. But we'll make it look like Vietnam, and we'll have some token kind of girl who they're going to take along you know for the ride type thing so I think it's actually really it's a better concept on an action war film rather than they're not fighting man against man they are fighting man against god knows what yeah and now we know it's a predator but you know so I think yeah. that's that's really good um, I don't really think there's any particularly bad bits there's a few like 
goofs and factual incorrect things and stuff like that. But again, you expect that because it's kind of you look at the cast, you look at it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger film, so you're kind of going to go, you're going to get a one-liner. Uh, you're going to get one liner you're going to get a lot of shooting from the hip of a gun that could never be shot from yeah. the hip which upsets you uh, and, and things <laughs> like that but you, you expect it and you expect him like he was looking down the wrong wrong way down some binoculars at one point but that's just been really picky but it's it's not like extreme yeah. and it, I think it's really, yeah, just really good nice crackly start on the old DVD that's a uh, lovely none of this Blu-ray malarkey for our uh, younger listeners uh Back in the day, it used to be done on film, not on a hard drive. Oh, but yeah, I'll give it, I'd only give it three and a half out of ten. That's not too bad for you, though. But I do prefer it. I would watch this more than, and I have, I would watch it, and I have watched it more than I watch Alien. And Aliens. Oh, even Aliens, yeah. the second one. I watch, okay. I watch this more. I probably watch this, Aliens. Out of both of them, this yeah. would be my, if, if someone went right, choose, this, this would be my go-to. Well, okay. I can understand, though. I'm not going to argue that at all. No, I prefer... A lot of people are in different camps, aren't yeah. they? You either like the Predator or you like the Alien. And I've got to admit, I don't know which one I'm in. I really don't. For, See on the fence, you get splinters. I don't know, just still. Yeah. <laughs> For simplicity's sake, I love the Predator. I think the Predator looks brilliant. Um, and the films are very easy to follow. And you can pop out for a cup of coffee or do whatever, come back and still enjoy it. With the, with the uh, Alien films, they're so much more in-depth, they're a lot longer. Um, and it, you still can, they're not kind of films that you can't leave, no. but uh, there's a lot more talking, there um, and there's a kind of a, a little less action, I suppose. Yeah. That I, I don't know which one I prefer, I couldn't choose. Not could I, I'm the same. I, I, I love the first few Predators, I love the first two Aliens films, and then it goes shit all round, really, let's be honest. Yeah, it does, yeah. I haven't seen Predators. So I, I quite enjoyed Predators. Okay. I did. Yeah, Alien vs. Predator, I thought, was an awful film. God, and an Alien film. I, 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 I stopped. After the first two of each, I stopped. That, I, you I you did the right thing. You yeah, did the right my thing. brother had them all on DVD, but I stopped. That was it. Those yeah. four, no more. Oh, there we go. Those four, no more. Well, there we go. That's it. Sorry about the background noise. We're, we're um, recording uh, in a back-end office, and it is one of the most windiest days I can remember. Yeah, the normal place we record, we have got hurricanes going on at the moment, um, has been taken, so we've had to find somewhere else, like a broom cupboard. So that's why... We are like the new Philip Schofield in a broom cupboard. Yeah, it's yeah. not as I'm good. Graham's... You're my board in the gopher. Yeah. What are you, Stu? I'm just a twat. But the passion is still there. <laughs> there we that go. is true. I'm going to see you next time, then. Fuck up.